Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother right the big brother after show coming live from the whiskey go-go in los angeles california just kidding we're not in los angeles but it sounded good uh, I want to welcome everybody to the Big Brother After Show. This is an after show for Big Brother. And, uh, of course, I'm your host, Sam. I'm sure shortly my uh, co, my sidekick who calls in helps me out in do- doing the show. She was a caller, and um, we love her to death, and, and she just has become a staple for the show. Miss Chicago will be on a little later. Um, but if you're a Big Brother fan and you love the game and you love the show and you're watching it and uh, you like to talk about it, this is what the show is. It's a show for Big Brother fans, by Big Brother fans. We talk about everything. You guessed it. Big Brother. Uh, If you want to call in, you can be a part of the show. It's super easy. It's 917-889-7084. There's also a chat near the box where my voice comes from and soothes your eardrums. I said soothes, not soothes. Um... There's a little chat box you can go to, and you might have to sign in. It'll say sign in using Facebook. I can assure you, if you do so, it will ask you if you want people to know that you're listening to this show. My mom is certainly embarrassed of it, so she does the same and just hit don't put it on Facebook, and it won't, but it'll still let you log in and be a part of the chat. So tonight's episode, and basically what we do on the show is we discuss episodes as they're going down. And tonight's episode was... Very interesting. I know, I know we talked uh, a little bit Sunday about what we thought would happen, me and Miss Chicago, and I feel confident that we were, almost, we were practically dead on. Um, we had said with Cody winning the HOH, we were going to see, uh, getting the final HOH in the Battle of the Block, that we would see Cody put up uh, Donnie as Victoria's replacement. Um, 
but we thought Caleb might go, and that's exactly what happened this week. There was a lot of discussion about Caleb going up um, by Cody, and there's been a lot of discussion online about uh, Cody putting up uh, Donnie or putting up Caleb. And I'll be honest with you, I use this stuff, I analyze it, I go on chat groups, reality chat and, and addicted to Big Brother are the two biggest ones that I go on. And I uh, enjoy those both immensely, try them out. And uh, most of the conversation was, you know, Cody's this and Cody's a loser and Cody should have put him. Listen, folks, Cody's big mistake in this game would have happened at that moment when he put Caleb up. He had already put up Brittany, and he had already put up Brittany, knowing that Brittany was going to go home. Everybody was behind it. None of the women loved, like Brittany at all. They've been talking horribly about her and Victoria. I don't think they like Victoria either, or Amber. That's how women are, though. No offense. But they're, these women in this, in this house this year are very catty, um, and uh, it's, it's very odd. But anyway, this is usually what happens every year anyway. But um, there was an opportunity for uh, – Caleb to or for I'm sorry for Cody to make a move and to put up Caleb, uh, who some people figure is a power player. What's interesting to me is that he has yet to really do anything other than the first week, um, and I guess he would have won that POV had he not given it up for the five thousand dollars. And that five thousand dollars was a reason that Cody had thought about putting up Caleb, and it was one of the re- one of the big rifts that became between them. Now. Amber's a big rift between these guys, too. Cody can say what he wants to, but I think Cody's very attracted to Amber. Um, Caleb's also very attracted to Amber, as we know. And Amber's attracted to everybody. Um, So it makes everything very confusing, but it definitely makes things very uncopacetic between Cody and Caleb. Um, There are some issues there. And so when me and Miss Chicago were talking about our last show Sunday, uh, we really had a strong feeling that Caleb might be the guy that went up, and, and it was very close. But... Like I said before, it would have been a bad move. If Caleb had gone up, there were so many people that wanted Brittany out. I mean, it was, you saw it was 10 to, 10 to nothing. And I know it was, she was up against Donnie, but I really think against most anyone, it would have been pretty unanimous. Brittany's, Brittany's just a, not a very good game player. I've said this in the past. I think Brittany was one of the people that was really good about catching on the game quickly. I don't think she had a clue what she was doing. But she really, really negotiated it pretty well. Her big downfall is that she talks too much. She wears her emotions on her sleeve, and she talks and talks and talks. And before you know it, she has just bored everybody to death, and they have lost any idea of what she's talking about because they drift off. And it happens a lot on this show when you're listening to me. But I only do an hour show, 45 minutes to an hour. She will talk to you for three hours. So you can imagine you're losing a, a, almost two-thirds of the time of the conversation with her. Um, she's just uh, very, very talkative, and she wears her emotions on her sleeve, and she's mad, she's mad, and everybody knows she's mad, and she's out for vengeance. And, you know, when she kind of realized that people weren't going to keep her, she began to talk about how horrible all the house guests were, how unfair it was. Listen, people don't keep you in this house because you cry and say things are unfair. I I found it very, very funny that Brittany wanted to quickly point to the goal situation, which, mind you, was not selected. She was given that task, and if she failed that task, she wouldn't play in next week's POV. So I find it interesting that that's what she wants to pinpoint her reason to want to stay over Donnie, yet Donnie's won, what, two POVs? Donnie's very active in gameplay. Donnie's making very good social moves. 
He's making things happen. He's part of America's Alliance. But that's Britney's downfall. Britney was trying to sell herself on false things that people knew just weren't true. I mean, congratulations on kicking 2,400 goals. I would have I would have bowed out of it, and I would have just not played the POV next week because I'm just lazy. Um, but on the other hand, at the end of the day, she had to do it. I mean, she had to do it if she wanted to play in POV. She knew she was going to have to. She had a shot. She was going to have to play for POV next week. So kicking $2,400, I wish it was $2,400 goals in 24 hours isn't really anything that you elected yourself to do to show that you wanted to be in the game. What about the rest of the weeks? She's not a threat. She's just dangerous because she doesn't know what she's doing, and that's the point. If she had gone up against Caleb, there would have been possibly a split vote. I know Ms. Chicago may argue with me, but there probably would have been some type of issue there where you would have had a vote that went maybe six to four, you know, and might have ended up in a tie giving it to Cody to do. Um, and he's the one that's got to kind of stare down there and realize that he's going to get rid of somebody, but the person he keeps is probably coming, right, is coming red hot after him now. Um, if Caleb had stayed, let's say that people just dislike Brittany enough, and I think that that might have been the case. I really think that the dislike for Brittany is honestly heavier than the dislike for Caleb. I know. Throw rocks and bottles at me, boo all you want. But I think that the the dislike for Brittany was larger than it was for Caleb. Um, and I think that you might have ended up in a 6-4 vote, and it would have been really close. And God forbid for Cody, if Brittany went home and Caleb stayed, it really would have been on his hands. And he would have been dealing with that for the next two weeks as Beast Mode Cowboy. I think that's a drinking game now. Every time he says that, everybody's supposed to drink. But um, I, I, I just think that Caleb would have come after him. It would have been bad. And I can guarantee you this, the rest of his alliance would have backed very, very far away from him, and they wouldn't have touched him with the 10-foot pole. And he would have been out there by himself fighting Caleb. Now, that's great for, for gameplay. I mean, that's great for people in the house, and it's great for viewers. But for Cody, it was just a bad move. And I understand that he was mad, and I understand he was frustrated. And I get that. I completely feel for him, and I understand that he felt like he got jerked over by Caleb taking the $5,000 over the POB. And what an uncomfortable moment that was. I mean, last night we're watching the guy keep, the, you know, who has the POV. Now, we knew who won POV. And I think when all of us heard that it was Victoria, we all kind of knew, okay, something's not right with this picture. And it sure wasn't, because you can have written a better script for Victoria. I mean, Victoria just kind of stands there and looks, well, I was going to say pretty, but looks the way she looks. And she, you know, she's not ugly. People are saying horrible things about her online, and, and she's not ugly. But, um, you know, she's sitting there doing her thing, being the princess, and Caleb basically just lets her hold the POV and keep it when he could have every opportunity to take it. Now, I know this. I think this week Caleb's in trouble, and I think the plan is going to be to get rid of Caleb. Um, but it, was, it looked bad. It, looked, it put Cody in a bad position. I understand Cody's anger. I understand how Cody felt. Um, but, yes, Frankie's a rat. I know, I know he's a rat. He went back and talked to Derek. But... Cody also could have made that decision on his own. And Derek said to Cody, whatever you decide, I think it's a bad move, but whatever you decide, I have your back to the end. He left it open for, for Cody to make that decision. And uh, so I think Cody made the right one. For his game, 
just analyzing the game as it looks right now, Cody's bad move would have been putting Caleb up. I know Evil Dick doesn't agree with me, but we probably don't agree on a lot of things, and honestly, I am quite okay with that. But I think that if you had somebody up like Victoria, if, if Cody had won the power of veto, let's say, and he took down Brittany and replaced her with Caleb, I think you can pretty much feel pretty confident. God, I don't know. You know what? From the beginning, the two nominees he put up, that I, don't, I think he would have struggled. I think if he, Victoria and Caleb would have been sitting next to each other, I think it would have been the same scenario. I think he would have been looking at a possible 6-4 vote, and I think it would have been scary. He really would have had to already have, like, Donnie on there or, you know, Nicole or somebody that he knew wasn't going to go because I'm sorry, I think Victoria and Brittany, I don't think he had an opportunity, honestly. I think he was going to be screwed either way if he put Caleb up. He was going to really be, really, really, really be walking the tightrope, and I think he made the smart move at the end of the day to get out of that. Um, listen, I also wanted to say to people um, that, you know, I feel horrible for what happened for Frankie's grandfather. That was I was. I, I think there was a lot of discussion whether or not um, CBS should have told him or should have respected the family's wishes, but I think it should have been left up to him. It's, it's his decision. Um, you know, there's a lot of things your family don't think doesn't think you should know, like you know, mommy, daddy's getting divorced while you're eating dinner, um, and you find out later, and it's just best to let that person hear it and decide for themselves how they want to handle it. And I think Frankie deserved the opportunity to hear that. Uh, from directly from CBS as soon as possible, and let him make that decision once he want, what he wants to do. So I think the decision that CBS made—I know that's a big story right now—but I think the decision that CBS made was the right one uh, to let him know and let him make his decision uh, and go from there. If he chose to leave, it was his choice. Um, but I think that it, you can't give a player an opportunity to regret something like that. Um, it is just a game. It is a fun game, and it is a backstabbing, evil, devious game, at some point, trust me, it'll happen. I know we're all just waiting, looking at our watches right now, but at some point this year, it's going to happen. Um, and it's going to get devious, and things are going to be said and whatnot. But at the end of the day, there are things that are more important. And uh, although I've always said if I ever got a call from home or anything like that, if I was a player, I would, I would, almost, I would give it to somebody else for a favor later. My wife hates that I say that. hurts her feelings, but I would. But when it comes down to death, I think that that the player needs to make that decision for themselves. And um, I, the only thing I would say that was difficult was maybe CBS, uh, you know, maybe they told him for the reason that they could show it on TV, and they know that he's related to somebody very, very popular and probably, you know, thought they might get a little jump in viewership tonight. I hate to put that on them, but it's TV folks, and, you know, listen, if they'll – let racist people stay on the show and do all kinds of crazy things, then I won't put it past them to use the death of somebody famous, uh, family member, as a ploy to get more ratings. So I think it was I think it was inappropriate to maybe show it on the show, um, maybe touch on it, give give a uh, you know just give a minute um, to talk about it and then move on. And I think they kind of maybe concentrate on it. Now my wife is is pregnant. We're gonna go ahead and say that to everybody. My wife is pregnant right now and. She cries over everything, and she cried through this entire episode, and it, it absolutely um, drove me nuts. But it was a touching episode. It was a fun episode at the same time, but it was very touching. And uh, 
so that's that's just my take on those two things, and you know, and we'll just go from there. But we're going to pick it back up now. We're going to pick it back up a notch because I know we got people listening. I know we got people that want to talk about what's been going on in the house, what's going on with this HOH. Obviously, everybody knows, so we don't have to repeat it. That Frankie and Zach won. I think you know. Obviously, Derek gave it to Frankie. Let me tell you something though. And, and I'll repeat this to, to Miss Chicago. She'll agree with me. I can guarantee you damn this right now. Don't even think that Derek throws that thing to Amber. And don't think that he'll throw it to Caleb. He knew he was safe with Frankie, and he got kind of a bonus there by looking like a really great guy and being able to kind of throw it to Frankie and be, be a hero. That's fantastic. That's great for his game. But believe this. He wouldn't have thrown it to Frankie if he thought he was in, he was going to be put up. So that's my take on it. Derek's game to me has gotten a little bad, and we're going to talk about that a little bit with Miss Chicago. But you know what I have to do? I have to go to commercial. Somebody's got to pay for this show to stay on air. So we got to go to commercial. There's a cycle of commercials we have to go through. We have to do two a show. So I try to do them around 15-minute mark. Then everybody's favorite, favorite call-in and sidekick, my favorite sidekick, and makes the show Miss Chicago will be calling in, of course. She's waiting right now to let loose on everything she feels, and we want to hear it. So don't go away. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened tonight, and then we're going to talk about – I'm going to throw a little – I want to throw a little discussion at, at, at Miss Chicago. I, I kind of know where she's going to say, but I want to know, hey, send me a message. Uh, send it on the chat. Send it on the uh, Big Brother After Show Facebook page, and if you're not a fan of that, please go do it and tell me. Who do you think the best alliance in, in Big Brother has ever been? Give me your top one. Give me your top three. And let's talk about some of the best alliances because at this point, this, this show this year has been all alliance-driven. And as, ma- as maddening as that makes me, especially I can't stand, can't stand large alliances. That's unfortunately what we've been dealt with this year, and you can see why because it does get very boring. But I want to hear uh, from some of you guys. Send me some messages, you know, um, Send the chats over. Let me know who you think is the best alliance right now, or best alliance in game history. And I'll give you, I'll give you like a top five. I might get crazy tonight. But uh, send those over so we can have a little discussion topic towards the end of this. Um, I'm going to go to commercial, folks. Please hang in there. You know Miss Chicago's coming, and you know she's going to be bringing something fantastic for you. Stay tuned, folks. It's the Big Brother After Show. Give us a call, 917-889-7084. Be a hero in your small local hometown. We'll talk to you. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts, Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Ha! Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. 
Coca-Cola, open happiness. Dr. Phil, good for you from uh, the, the late, great Motley Crue. Um, I heard they're awful on their final tour going through, but that doesn't have anything to do with this show. But if you want to hear Dr. Phil good or feel Dr. Phil good, uh, you know what? Uh, I might call Miss Chicago Dr. Phil good. You call a female doctor, doctor. So it can be either way. But you know what time it is. And I can guarantee you she's getting so excited. You wouldn't believe the fans that this woman has. I was literally chopped liver for weeks. She gets on the air. She starts talking. I got people writing me. I got people calling in. I got people listening. I got They love her. And I'll tell you what, I love her too. But you know what? It wouldn't be the same without her new intro music. Everybody. Miss. Chicago. Miss Chicago, welcome to the show. Hey. You know you <laughs> kill me with that every week. Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> <laughs> we just want to make you feel good. We love you so much. We just want to make well, you feel I special when you call I've missed you since the last I've time we you talked. Too. I know. Okay, it seems well, like an eternity. Yes. First, I know it has been. First of all, congratulations for getting it in Thank and you. getting that baby on. I'm so Thank happy you very much. You. Thank you. I okay. appreciate that, Miss Chicago. Oh, please. And then you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to email me or something on Facebook because I am so computer-like, tablet illiterate. I don't know how to find you. I have people that want to call into the show and stuff, and they're like, well, what is it? I'm like, I don't even know. So you have I'm going to send you a link. Yeah, I'm going to send you a link. My brother Absolutely. in L.A. is like, I want to hear the show. And I'm like, well, duh, I don't know. I just got a phone number. So anyway, hey, people, hey, everyone. I'm here. We'll take care of it. Let's get it popping. We'll take care of it. Let's go. What do you think about that tonight? I'm sorry? What do you think? I'm ready for you. Okay, yeah. now, if anyone didn't see the feeds or Big Brother After Dark, this is the reason you need to, because they actually gave him, and I watched it on the show, 30 minutes he talked about his grandfather on the overnight yes. feed after dark. So I felt the same way you felt today. I kind of felt that he had his time, and he read the letter, you know, to his fans. He spoke highly of his father. He had 30 minutes, and then today I was kind of shocked to see that they went through the whole thing again. And it was yeah. almost like kind of an unfair advantage to me because look what happened. Derek gave him a 60 vote. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? It kind of made me feel some kind of way because at the end of the day, people, he knew his grandfather was dying before he got on the show. His grandfather was, was an elderly man. He had cancer, and he made a yeah. decision. And with Big Brother, people don't understand. CBS, you contractually contracted to that show. 
And right. there's been shows in the past that people don't realize people's houses have burned down, people have lost loved ones. I mean, it's been a lot that has gone on with these people in that house. I just feel yeah. it's kind of unfair to put it on camera tonight because they gave him 30 minutes last night to, you know, to vent a little bit. You know, and I'm not right. trying to be disrespectful, yeah. but that was kind of that. You know, I wasn't feeling that. That was kind of shady. But with that, a lot of people said, felt. A lot of people felt like that it, that it was unfair because it was going to give him now. They didn't. A lot of people yeah, didn't think it was fair that yeah. he found out in the house because they felt like it would give an unfair advantage. Well, and obviously you know, it did tonight. Obviously, it did. I mean, it it happened tonight. I can't argue that point. It, it, it happened tonight. The H. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's talk show. Let's talk Big okay. Brother. Okay. My yep. stomach is in knots. You know you do this to me. You're trying to make me lose weight, obviously, because I can't eat after I talk to you on the show. Um, <laughs> the, the thing is, well, I did buy Sam some pork chops today. I did make sure I cook him some dinner earlier because I have been putting him on like a slop diet for the last three weeks. So he's <laughs> You have to now. give that boy some meat. Yeah, he's always swap that. He's like, honey, really again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the two worst people that I looked at H O H got H O H. I am so over this. When is something going to happen? Oh, and okay, with Britain. Now, I feel embarrassed that I was actually on a big, it's a big Brother. If y'all don't get on their website, it's awesome. Of course, you go on yep. there. I was yep. actually defending her just because of my distaste for the other girls. It, it, but you yeah. know what? I'm a hypocrite because I was something about her whining so much. But the other girls ain't doing nothing. Nothing. No, that's very true. That's very and true. And so when the bar is set at one and you're below one, I gave her a one. That's how bad their gameplay is this season. The and women are awful. Oh, they're oh my God! Can you please? I mean, we please. have two. I mean, they they tried to sell us on two super fans this year, Nicole and Christine. And I'm sorry, I said it out there on the uh, big road. I can't stand Christine. I just cannot I stand her. Can't I think she's stand snaky. her. Yeah, I can't stand her. I can't. Now, believe she's not it or not, you're gonna laugh. You're going to laugh at this. Oh, they don't know how to make a move what? Make a move where? Yeah, how? She's, she's never going to make one. Yeah, she's never going to make oh, one. Oh, we said that before. Make a move, yep. my butt. They don't even make no doggone moves. They don't even know what the hell that means. But at least Victoria's going to stand in to look at with her sweaty face and those super looks. I mean, I don't think she's an ugly woman, but she entertains me because she seriously is out of, she's, she's just She's crazy. clueless. She is clueless. Oh, oh Absolutely. And Nicole, was Nicole the one wearing the stupid little twirly hat or whatever? The one that uh, has the curse on Dayton or whatever? Okay. Yes. This dumb, down, blonde crap is driving me insane. You have an opportunity of a lifetime to be on a show that people can see. Do you really want to see yourself as this? Is that really a state? Really? I mean, the dumb, down stuff and, and, he went away. And she has a nursing degree now. She went to school for nursing, and, well, she, and, and a lot of people are saying she's dumbing it down, and you believe she's I'm dumbing saying. it down. As fans of Big Brother, as females, as women, you can hate other people in the past. And I'm telling you, the last two weeks, I'm so depressed about the show now, this season, that we have such high hopes for. I've gone back in my archives, and, yes, you have women that – 
you know, were making moves. At least they were doing something instead of sitting there looking stupid, playing with their fingernails, saying, my tent just came off. Is that normal? Like, that's not the job. What are you doing there? So I'm saying is I'm kind of insulted by the fact that women like Christina, Jacasa, and all of that, at least Brittany, whiner as she was, yes, she carried on way too long, like you and I do on this show a lot. She carried on way too long, but at least, at least she was willing to put some blood on the sword. You know what I'm saying? And not just sit back on, oh, my God, are you going to curl my hair that way tonight? Oh, my, I mean, mean, these votes are killing me, these 11 to to 0. I mean, come on. It's like a repeat. The voting is like a repeat from last year. And I think one of the biggest complaints other than last year was just boring. It was, it, it was, was that, it's like the whole, the whole house would vote the same. And it was just, it's so unentertaining for us to watch. We need to see something you know where what? there's a cliffhanger going. This is what you need to do. And this is just my advice on this radio show. You need to put up on the blog or something, you need to ask them how many fans are listening, and I hope it's a lot. You need to ask them, do they know what a sympathy vote is? Because back in the day, if they go back in the archives, people would get a sympathy vote just not to feel embarrassed walking out without no vote. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Because either way, it's not going to change the game. They're not going to hold it against you, but you're doing it for that person that's leaving the house. And I said, if Derek was, I mean, if a, um, if Donnie was not on the block with her, I think he would have given her a sympathy vote. I would yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and then I was more, I was kind of mad at Kayla because he talked so highly of her being a mother, worked so hard and kicked 2,400 goals, but you didn't give her a sympathy vote. That's not nope. going to make what she, change that game. At least give her something. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of feel bad for her. I really did. Just like we said last week, when everyone jumped up and cheered, you know what I'm saying? They already knew that they had the numbers. Why do you have to act like that? Compose yourself a little bit. Brittany was not a good game player, but I think Brittany wanted to play, and I think Brittany wanted to be there, and I think Brittany was learning as she went. At least she was making some type of effort to stay in the house. So I, I agree with you 100% because the Thank women this year, if you wanted a woman winner, it's not going to happen. Female winner's not going to happen this year, I don't think, at all. Oh, no. Who? Which one? Really? Seriously? No. No. Oh, God. I was, I'll tell you what. I was nervous. I was nervous when Christine was doing Me well on that too. HOH challenge. I was really oh, nervous because I knew Donnie was going up. I knew Donnie was going to go up. And it was going to be Donnie and Amber. I can guarantee you it was going to be Donnie and Amber going up on that block if Christine had won. It was going to be Donnie and Amber all day. Oh, I was nervous too. Yeah. She, I mean, Christine, the, the whole thing is Donnie, as you remember, Donnie busted out Nicole, uh, Christine to Nicole one, during Nicole's HOH and said, don't trust Christine. Well, Nicole goes back, all mousy as she is, and, and tells Christine what Donnie said. Christine gets mad that Donnie said that. And then in the same breath, admits to Nicole she was in the bomb squad. And sorry, I never told you. What? I mean, she just told her. She just ratted herself out. And it, and and it's like, okay, so from that day on, all Christine has talked about is either follow Cody around and make believe that y'all have a love a loving affair going, or talk about getting Donnie out. And it's so annoying. We get it. You don't like Donnie because Donnie busts you out. Why don't you play the game and do something? And you it's, know it's what? If I see if I see her eat another yogurt or a slop or freaking whatever it is that she eats, it drives in that glass drives yes. me insane. It drives me yes. absolutely insane. 
But let's touch on this, too. Now, if you, I don't know if people have watched Big Brother After Dark, but Donnie tried to go to, I think it was uh, Zach and a couple of other guys, and he yes. was actually, you know, trying to spin it a little bit, and it didn't work. And, but he's trying to, he's, he's treading, you know, rice paper at this point, and that's, you know, he doesn't want to rip anything, but he's trying to throw something out there. And I was praying that he would have won, you know, had a household tonight. Maybe he can work with the girls as much as I hate them. Maybe he can work with them because I think Anna's trying to get a little bit smart now. You know, she's trying to make something happen. Did you notice as well when Donnie was having that conversation with Zach that it seemed like Zach bought it? Zach was in because immediately Zach goes up. He goes up to Cody in the HOH room and says, I want to put Caleb, I think we should put Caleb up. And Zach was fighting hard for Caleb to go up. And that was after he talked to Dan Hayden. So I think think Zach's buying into Donnie. I think he's buying the Donnie. I think he wants to be a part of that. And I think Hayden does too. My concern with Hayden is that I think Christine's in the way because Christine and Nicole are attached at the hip. And I think Christine's going to keep riding on the Donnie going up thing. And I think it gets in the way of uh, of Hayden being able to be a part of it, you know. And, and I think Christine getting out of the way would help things a lot. The thing with Christine, she has two alliances. So she's safe in her mind. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you this because we're, we're going so far into the season now. Where yeah. are these twists and turns? Where's Pandora's box? Where is, okay, we were talking about the twist what you were saying before. The twist is Go going ahead. to be us going back to normal HOH. That's going to be the twist. Yeah, that, has, that has to stop. But also, we were talking about um, alliances and the best ones or whatever. I remember when Jeff, you know, I'm, I'm always saying Jeff and Jordan. I knew you were going there. there. You know I have to, but let me tell you why. When he got Jesse out of there because he had got pen, what was it? Oh, it was a dude that called whatever. Yep, yep. Yes, and it drove what's her name so crazy that she quit the show. Remember, she threw her mic in the in the pool. She just couldn't handle it. Yeah, <laughs> Shima. Yeah, that, that to me was the best move ever because Jesse's sitting there like what. And then his girlfriend sitting right next to him like, what? Because she played the game. And she sat by sat side by side with, uh, who won that season? Was it Jordan that won that season? It was Jordan. Yeah, yes, that's won correct. That season. And she, his girlfriend sat right next to Jordan. But that, to me, was one of the best moves ever because Jesse didn't see it coming. And then they had to, no. you know, be in a house together or whatever. But that was one of my favorite seasons. And the people, you guys, that are new to the show, please, please go back to certain oh, yeah. seasons and, and and just see how the game used to be played as opposed to how it's being played now because everyone took chances. I love that point. I, lo- I, I would frame that and put it on my wall because you're exactly right. I, I can always tell when I'm talking about Dr. Will or Danielle Reyes, who I adore, oh, all these players God. from the old and, – and I'm yes. sitting there talking about, oh, they man, and they game. go – and they'll tell me that Rachel is better. And I go, no, wait. You, you know, and I will ask them, have you ever seen any season before season eight? And 99.9% of the time, they never have. I'm telling you, folks, she is dead on. Your what golden era do? of Big Brother is... To vote. Let me tell you, you Dude. go on YouTube, go Big Brother, slash whatever, see yes. if you want to watch, and watch how the game used to be played. It was never a unanimous vote because people... Never. Didn't, oh, when when Jeff did that, 
Oh, my Lanta. It was amazing. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, thought they were the same. And so when they watched the season now, and, and especially last season, it was the same way. They think this right. is how the game is played. No, it's not. You don't sit around no. lazy and sleep all day. You are talking no, the The golden era of Big Brother, and I know Miss Chicago is going to back me up, the golden era of Big Brother is two through, like, season eight. Those seasons, your your um, Big Brother, uh, the All Star season seven, Evil Dick and eight, whether yes. you like them or not, three, and then to yes. me, ten was okay. Eleven had a great cast with Jeff and Jordan. That was a fantastic cast. Uh, Thank and 12, you. It ended around twelve for me, and then thirteen, fourteen, fifteen were okay. Um, but yeah, you've got to go twelve prior to twelve to see some really great seasons. And you you're right. They were not afraid. Everyone had an opinion. Even Rachel's cray-cray butt. I like her now. Didn't like her on her season at all. But look how she was in beast mode. She won competition. Look at Janelle. Yeah. When she was, I think she was going to show with Dr. Boogie in them. And even though she yeah. got played because she let her, you know, lust get in the way, she could have won that day on show. But she, yeah, you Janelle could have won All-Stars. Oh, yeah, she ended up in she third. I think she ended most, up in third. She will leave on record. Yes. For that yes, she season. Does. She like, was in beast mode, but she let her emotion and her love get in the way at night, and that cost her that game because she was a beast. So fans out there, if you're listening to us, please, we're like a learning tool for you guys and also giving Absolutely. you advice. I have to listen to you as well sometimes when I don't agree with you, but you made sense about Brittany. <laughs> I knew she had to go, but I was just mad, and I hate to, you know, eat crow, but I'm eating crow. I'm choking on it. At least I'm not eating slop. But, yeah, you made a good point about Brittany. Uh, anyway, I'll still call you. But, um, yes, people, fans, please go back in the yeah. archives and watch Big Brother After Dark. Watch the live feed sometimes because, well, they're kind of boring now because everyone's just not doing anything. But if you look at shows in the past and see how they really fought from week to week, that's what Big Brother is about. And alliances yeah. should not be eight people. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and, you and that was the whole thing. I mean, when you talk about, a lot of talk has been about alliances, I think because a lot of people are really trying to learn about alliances because it's such a common word on this season, people alliance, alliance, alliance. And I think people and are misconstrued. And last season as well. And I think people are misconstrued that this is what Big Brother is about. It's about alliances. And, and big it's not. And I can assure you it's folks, not. it is not. Um, I in fact, my – my top three alliances, and you you probably won't like this, but my top three alliances, um, I you know what? In season 12, I think the Brigade would probably end up at number three, which is surprising because they did have a large alliance. But Lane and, and uh, Hayden and all those guys, I mean, the final two came out of that, that those four guys. It was a really, really great season. Um, but the Brigade probably takes number three. Number two is probably Jason and Danielle Reyes. There will never be another – I mean, and, and, and I cannot express it enough. Danielle Reyes is the second greatest player of Big Brother. She is absolutely now, that's, that's incredible. That's Evil Dick's daughter, isn't it? Isn't that Evil Dick's daughter? No, 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 no. Danielle Reyes, uh, she played in season three, and uh, they call her the Black Widow. She was in season three with Marcellus. And uh, a lot of those oh, guys. Oh, God. And yes. Season, season three has a great cast, but the way that Daniel Reyes and Jason Guy 
both ruled that house by exchanging secrets was incredible. And it was just two people who took down the whole house. They would have been in the final two. They would have been in the final two had it not been for Lisa Donahue. Um, And that was probably my second. And and you know you're going to hate this, but you know my number one is it's got to be Chilltown. Love Chilltown. Love Dr. Will. It's got to be Chilltown. No, two people, you know, two people in a house of all stars. Two people in a house of all stars. Because I think they were from one of them was from Chicago. And, but I right. just, oh, you. Know, I think that with me, this is where this is. You know, I'm a female. You're a male. I get sensitive to these stupid women that that give the game away. They like they're doing this season. I don't care what anyone says. People, they're giving the game away. They're giving well, the it's game been away. Happening. It's been happening a long time. In fact, I would say but that, that probably the the season what the season uh, Rachel won, which was season thirteen. There was a really what? powerful woman movement. Jordan was in the house. Rachel was in the house. Portia Briggs was in the house. Danielle Donato was in the house. I mean, it was right. a strong female uh, presence in that house. And from that point on, fourteen, you know, had some ditzy women. I mean, it had Danielle, and Dan used Danielle left and right in that coach's game. Uh, I mean, Danielle was giving away the house to Dan. And it's just, in 15, I mean, Amanda was strong, but come on, Gina Marie? I mean, it just, to me, they have put weak women in ever since season 13, and that was the last time a woman won. And it's just been, it's, to me, it's been ridiculous. I mean, you know, they, they are doing it almost on purpose, it feels like, because they're really doing fans of the show a disfavor. Do you think so? Because I really don't want to think that. Because I thought Junior Marie, what I thought that, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now, believe it or not, I thought uh, Eva Dick's daughter was a strong player, but she just tried to make yes. big moves too full. I yeah, thought yeah, she was she, a yeah, really right. good player. Because she, yeah, now, Daniel, see, I, even though she could have aligned with Jeff and Jordan and, and Rachel and Brandon when they brought them in as the extras or whatever, she could have tried, mm-hmm. she was like, you know what, I'm going to my own game because mindset was so strong. She, can you hear me? Daniel, Daniel Tanato okay. is, probably a, is probably one of the top three female players for me. Um, I think she, I, I just, I think you're right. I, I think you nailed it 100% as usual when you said she plays too hard too soon. I think that okay. was a lot of what her dad was saying about her. She's a very hard player early, and if she gets angry, and he said, it's really hard to bring her back down. He had left the show. He had left it so yeah. hard. I can't, you know, he, he made an appearance or whatever right. and said that that was her only downfall. But she was tired. Of, she just didn't want to align with people she didn't like. Well, you can't yep. do that in Big Brother House. You have to have a social game. This is what the fans out there who are new to the game, you have to look outside of the obvious. Don't look at the people like right. Frankie and Eric and all them. Look at the people in the back that are not really making moves because those are people that will sneak in because you have to pay, play a social game as well, and you have to be like uh, I agree. And I agree so I think, you know, and it's really this game, this is what makes it so so awesome is that as and I think a lot of younger fans, like in their, and I sound so old saying this, People in their 20s and 30s that are watching the show now, I'm 53, and I'm proud of it because I'm cute. But um, hey. I think that a lot of younger <laughs> don't even go to, hey. don't even go to, you got a woman pregnant, but you're good. But, um, I'm just going to smile and, and say, hey, you're, you, you look like, you don't look a day past 23. That's what I got to say. 
But too smashed up, that's what drinking and partying does for you. But no, I'm just kidding. So no, um, <laughs> secret to success. <laughs> But we want the younger fans to really yeah. go in the archives and open them up and see how I used to love it. Ooh, when uh, uh, Rachel and what's his name, Reagan, oh, they hated yeah. each other during that season. But guess what? He yeah. ends up being in her wedding. They're best friends to this day. They still yeah. talk. And do you know that Danielle, Evil Dick's daughter, is still with what's his name? The guy that she yeah, met on her season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they met on that season. Yeah. So I, I, I think you're right. Go in the archives and and really dig in and see how the game used to be played. And don't you gotta see when people make moves and get blood on their hands. That's when it happens. That's when the magic of Big Brother happens to me because you have to I, deal with those consequences. And guess what? They respect you for that because you made a big power move. I, and I'm gonna tell you. And hugging in the I how, No. I love what you're saying so much that I'm going to say this. There, if you guys want to see old seasons, and I encourage it tremendously, if you go into Google and you type in Big Brother Archives and just type in Big Brother Archives, there's going to be a yes. website that pops up that has every single season you can imagine. And I encourage anyone to go back. My personal please favorite seasons. Please do. My favorite seasons are three and seven. I know Miss Chicago loves season eleven. It's it's a great season too. One of my top <laughs> seasons. But I, I go two, two uh, seasons two, three, uh, six is also great with Janelle. Seven's All Stars. Eight's Evil Dick if you like drama. Uh, season nine is awful. Yes. Season ten, season ten is yes. great with Dan. And of course, Miss Chicago's season eleven. Jeff and Jordan, you'll fall in love with them. It is a great season. There's some great players in that season. Uh, the, in fact, that was a great dramatic season too because the fight between Russell, the bald guy, uh, the muscle guy, and Jeff is great. Jesse and, and Russell get into it a couple of times. It's a really good dramatic oh, season, actually. Can I head out to my fans that are listening to me, Jeff? If you don't know him, you better recognize because he won fan favorite two years on his That's season. Right. And then when they forget, he won. And then Jordan won her season without yeah. him. And he didn't have a game. He didn't either. <laughs> the yeah. best move he did was yeah. get Jesse out the house. So, in fact, you know, I'll, we I'll always debate back and forth about that. We I'll always tell you this. Back and forth. I'm going to go from my gut instinct, and I'm going to tell you this, and I don't want you to get too excited, but I'm going from my gut instinct here. I think that we will see, and I'm going to predict it now, and I hope I'm not wrong because you're going to love this. I predict that we're going to see a Big Brother All-Stars 2 next season. Oh, I think I that we're going to oh. see. I think you may see Jeff and Jordan back. I think you're going to see Rachel and Brendan back. Evil Dick and his daughter will be back. I, I can't say that for certain. <laughs> but I feel very, very, very confident. And, and, an oh and an interview, and an interview oh with the producer this year, she, they asked her if there would ever be another All-Stars. She said yes in the very, very, very near future. We just have to get another season down. I think next season we see it. And so you may just have that chance to see Jeff and Jordan again. Oh, my God. Listen to I have I don't even care about movie stars. I, am, I don't care. I mean, my kids are in Burbank, California. My brother's a producer. He does things. He sees people all the time. I don't care about them. If I can meet Jeff or Jordan, I think that I would, like, freak out so bad to scare them. They get a report against me. I don't even know why. And I'm just like, I think this is. Why? You're the best. 
You know what? We need to stop. Yeah. I'm not calling this show no more. I'm done. Oh, this yes, you will, too. I've got to have no. you call in. you got to call in something. No. But uh, I, I, think, I think we'll see an All-Stars, too. So a lot of people, I hope Jeff and Jordan will be invited. I, I sincerely do. I think, I think they're fun to watch. Oh, my God. And I think, Jeff is, I think Jeff is a decent player. I don't think he's great. I think he's a good player. And I think he's, he's a, I think a he's, good player, but he's a good guy. He he's a good guy. Go and he, he definitely That's what Jordan can do. His diary rooms are fantastic. So I, I would like to – I think you'll see them back. Um, My heart but, is beating so fast. I'm gonna, I'm, I would die. And guess what? <laughs> oh, guess what, people? If y'all listening, guess what? Because I could get it's not just you and I talking on the phone. I could get right. by my fans right. and your fans. That's right. Okay, you guys. Guess what happened tonight? My daughter-in-law, who lives in Bourbon, California, tonight went to the Big Brother freaking CBS studio and couldn't get in. But guess what they gave her? Are you her? kidding? Yeah. Yes, they gave her VIP tickets so she can watch any show the rest of the season. And she'll be inviting wow. with my son. I'm so, like, are you kidding me? And you're oh, going to be waiting for next season that. for that All-Stars. No, she's going to do it this season before the show ends. She got oh, because they couldn't season. get me. Let me tell you how stupid I am. I thought to Google Big Brother House. This is how dumb I am. I thought, the big, I thought it was like a house on the street somewhere. She's like, uh, Mom, no, it's in the studio. <laughs> Ah, you're the best. I love it. I love it. You kill me. For years, I'm like, Big Brother House? I'm Googling Brian's Big Brother House. And she's like, Ma, it's in the studio. It's CBS. I'm like, what? So she texts me and she says, this where I'm on my way to. I said, where? The Big Brother live show tonight. I'm like, what? And she didn't get in, but they gave a VIP ticket. So she can pick the show before the end of the season, and she's going to go there. My daughter-in-law and my son. I'm gonna That's going to be a blast. Well, oh, I'm, we I'm might dead. have to have him on I'm an interview. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. I'm getting, oh, my I'm getting the so message. I'm getting the message to get a commercial, but I want to ask you something real quick before I let you go because it's important for me oh. to get this out for you to, to answer this. Who becomes the final HOH? I'm going to follow this question up. Who becomes the final HOH? Is it Frankie or Zach? I think it's going to be Zach. I do, too. And I'm I think gonna Frankie's going to throw it. Because I, I think, think Frankie's Frankie gonna knows that he can manipulate Zach. Because Zach is in love with Frankie. Yep. And I, I, I think I that do you, do you feel to me? I do, oh my 100%. God. I think you're right. Oh God! Please let it be All Stars oh. next season, or she's gonna. Oh, we gotta go out to LA. We have to go out there and do like a red carpet. We just throw oh, the yeah, absolutely. and absolutely. make it professional. It's like we about something. I'll you know get some ads to get on the Do it on the internet, and we can be like, hey, oh, how you No, listen, we can do this. We can pull it off. We get like the plastic little things. And like I tell you what, I tell you what, if we get all stars, if we get all stars two next season, oh. me and you will try to make an arrangement to do a live show from out there. Oh. We'll, we'll try. Yeah, I can't, yeah. can't guarantee, but we're going to try to do it. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask mm-hmm. you this. <laughs> get this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zach's I'm the done. final HOA. Choose his target. Give me his target. Oh, Zach. Frankie's target. She's gonna say probably Jacosta, who or Victoria. I mean, come on. This is so you don't think it'll be Kayla. You don't think it'll be Kayla. You know what? Mm. Mm. 
Okay, my thing is that Zach is so enthralled with Derek and, and Frankie that, you know, and that's what I think fans out there for Big Brother fans, there used to be a time and day when you had HOA that you made your own decisions, but nowadays it's not like that. So I think they were convinced him to put maybe Caleb up because they want him out and mm-hmm. an easy floater against him. I mean, that's not even rocket science. I, I, it's I, not I, I tell you who I think it's going to be. I, I, think, I think it's going to be Caleb and Victoria. Zach hates Victoria. I think it's going to be Caleb and Victoria. And that's so easy, though. That's not even – it's not even – Fun. It's yeah. I mean, Victoria. I guess she thought she got the HOA or the BOP. What uh, uh, you got me all messed BOB, up now? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that she's good. I'm like, uh, no. Oh, that was ridiculous. Just, yeah, that was the dumbest I, thing. Yeah, that was pretty sad. So yeah, I That's mean, awesome. easily it's gonna probably be him and her. And then you know, it's not even gonna be a vote. They're gonna decide to get. They're gonna tell them what to do because the HOA in this show now don't have that power because they're too afraid to make moves, and they do what no, anyone right. else wants them to do. That's right. I, I think you're right. I, I think it's. I think until we get past some of these floaters, it's going to not get good. These guys are going to have to turn on each oh. other eventually. And I think when it goes down to one HOH, I think what's going to happen is we're going to get a double eviction, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday after next week. I think we get our double eviction, and I think at that double eviction, it's going to be announced that the five, the five, the, we'll go to a single HOH. I think the twist will go yeah. all done. I hope that happens. And I also think they got to bring Pandora's box back or something. I think they got to do something to mix this, this up because it's so predictable. That's what I'm saying. You ask me, I'm like, it's so predictable. You know? It is. Yeah, they're so cool. Never get, he's not going to be great. He thinks he's in their alliance with them, and he's not. He's no. still, like, playing for Amber. So, it's, yeah. it's awful. It's awful to watch. It's terrible to watch. It really is, isn't it? As Big Brother it, fans, we want to see someone take moves. And that's why we'll say it again, you guys. Go back into the archives and look at the shows how it used to be. They play for themselves. They make big moves, and they have to, you know, like uh, Jeff said, you know, I made a, a, a decision. I have to deal with it, the consequences. That's right. And that's when you play the game because you have to make sense to these people. And that's why I can't stand Christina. I, well, if I don't see Christina and Zach on the block one day, I'm going to kill myself. Not literally, but oh, yeah. like, like not eating because I can't eat. If I don't see them on the block. <laughs> Miss Chicago, you're the best. I'm worried about me. <laughs> I know Sam wow. will take care of you over there. Uh, this Chicago, listen, they're pushing me. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for coming on, and, and we're going to talk to you Sunday, I know. So I look forward to talking to you again. Well, listen, send me some information tomorrow so I can get more fans yes. on this show with us. We'll do it. I will get it over to you. I promise. You know that. All right, my brother. I love you to death. I'm going to miss you till Sunday. I will miss you, too, and I love you, and we will see you Sunday, Miss Chicago. And congrats on the baby, and rub your mother's, your, your baby mama's stomach, and tell her I feel her pain with you doing this job because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it, and thank you for the for the sentiment. I appreciate it, Miss Chicago. <laughs> All righty, baby. We'll talk soon. Bye. All righty, bye bye. Miss Chicago, she's the best. And tell you what, she makes the show go around, guys. We put her right in the middle because she brings it. She knows what she's talking about. She watches those live feeds. And she knows how she feels about things, and I absolutely love it. That's why we just let her go, because she knows what she's doing. We're going to go commercial. Sit tight. I promise we've only got about five, six, seven more minutes. We're going to say something at the end of the show. 
my final thoughts, and then we're going to let you out for the rest of the night. We'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. guys to the big brother after show appreciate you guys listening in uh we're having a pretty good turnout so things are going really really well and so we're sailing on through uh again if you want to call in we've got a few minutes left 917-889-7084 uh just got a couple of people here that wanted to, to kind of mention alliances uh i've got the donato's yeah donato's great alliance uh two people um ended up in the final two it's very hard to argue that they weren't uh, one of the top, I, I mean, top three easily could easily overtake the brigade a little bit. Um, but a lot of people feel like the brigade is good. I, it's hard for me to, to move Danielle and Jason. They just were so good at what they did. The, the information, the, the ability to exchange information quickly, communication is so huge in this game. Uh, and, and like uh, Miss Chicago said, you've got to go see prior seasons to really understand the real, real, real deal with Big Brother and how it's played. It's not played the way that you're seeing it right now, and it hasn't been played that way in quite some time. Go back and visit seasons two through eight, and you'll and you'll be amazed. Again, I, I think 10, 11, and 12 are very good seasons as well, if you like later seasons. Um, 12 is a Rachel season. Some people love that. Some people hate it. I, I'm not a huge fan of hers, and I think she was handed it. I think she was handed the win in 13, but, hey, what do I know? Um, the Donato is very strong. Yeah, I agree. The Renegades, Renegades, Dan, uh, Dan Giesling, who is easily the second or third best player uh, ever to play the game. That's a season 10 if you want to see him play. Some people saw him in season 14. He's a, he's a fantastic player. Probably some people will argue he's number one or two. I, I would argue that he's two or three. Will is always going to be number one. But the Renegades were uh, Dan in Memphis. Uh, of course, uh, Dan uh, making the final two uh, and Memphis as well. Um, I won't ruin who wins for some people who haven't seen it, but they did a very good job as well. Uh, Quack Pack is awful. Don't ever mention the Quack Pack again. That was an awful, awful alliance. 
Nokomis' six-finger plan, uh, uh, I'm not huge on that. Somebody said four horsemen, no. Sovereign Six, uh, that was Kayser and, and, and Janelle and all them and Howie in season six. That was actually a good one, but I've got to be honest with you, the Sovereign, uh, Sovereign uh, season six guys, uh, the Friendship Alliance was better. Uh, I mean, I hate the Friendship Alliance with a passion, and somebody said that, and I'll agree. I think the Friendship Alliance was awful with Maggie and, and Bo and the vet, but, hey, final two from that alliance, so you can't argue that. I, I encourage anyone, like Miss um, Chicago said, to go back and watch those seasons. My favorite seasons are three and seven. Um, in my opinion, I've got a lot of people that ask me, well, what about one? Season one was not what you see now. It's not even close. Um, and I would skip it personally. I don't think it has any relevance to the game now, and I don't think it was a very entertaining season. Um, and I think it struggled. My opinion, the game really started with Dr. Will in season two. Dr. Will will absolutely blow your mind uh, if you haven't seen uh, him play before. But two and three, uh, four and five, I would say for later, to be honest with you. they weren't. To me, they weren't great seasons. Uh, six is a fantastic season. Seven is my favorite season of all time. Eight's a great season. Skip nine. Ten's a great season. Uh, ten's an okay season. Ten, Dan Giesling and ten will show you how the game was supposed to be played since Will has been on. Um, Eleven is a fantastic season with a great cast. And 12 has a great cast, and it's a very fun season to watch. Um, and a decent winner. So that's my advice for that. Now, I wanted to talk about, uh, and I'm glad that we touched on alliances because that's pretty good. But I want to talk about some things that have been going on here lately. And I made a mention of it in a couple of shows back, but I just want to say this. I just want to say, if we can cue the piano music. I noticed that there's a lot of sensitivity on Big Brother Facebook pages, guys. There's a lot of people that are getting their feelings hurt. There's a lot of people that are defensive. And I just want to tell you all that you've got to quit taking what people say so seriously. And I want to do it with this kind of music so that you can feel comfortable. I want you to feel warm inside. I want you to feel like I'm telling you this as if I have you in an embrace and I'm whispering into your ear because I want you to feel comfortable. I don't want you to be defensive. I don't want you to feel like I'm attacking you. But I want to tell you that you need to grow some thicker skin. People ask, is Zach really gay? It's a legitimate question. There's no need for you to take offense to it. There's no reason for you to feel like someone hates gay people because they ask, is Frankie and Zach really in love? Is Zach really a homosexual? And when somebody says no, I believe he's straight, it doesn't mean that they don't care about gay rights or gay marriage or gay stuff at all. And just because Jocasta prays and might pray on TV shouldn't offend you, shouldn't make you feel uncomfortable. Because at the end of the day, 
they're locked in a house together. People are going to do things, folks, that are uncomfortable. People are going to do things that might make you feel awkward. I want to let you know that Big Brother is a game show. It's a reality game show. And people's opinions about the reality game show should not really affect you as much as it seems to be doing lately. People, it's a game show. We all love it. And we're all going to talk crap about players. And we're going to talk crap about other people's opinions. And as long as it doesn't get personal, you just have to get thick skin. Not everybody agrees with you. Not everybody's going to back you up. Not everybody's going to feel the same way you do. But there's a point where before the season started, I noticed that there was active debate between seasons or who was the best player or who is better, is Dan better than Will. And we had discussions, at times arguments. We would go on for 152 messages on reality chat or addicted to Big Brother. And you know what? When those were over before the season began, people moved on. And now... People are ultra-sensitive. And I just want to tell you that there's two types of people that are growing on the Internet right now and on Facebook, and it is ultra-sensitive people and insensitive people. And unfortunately, you guys are in such a large population now on Facebook that it's beginning to get out of control. If it's on Big Brother, folks, it's a game show. Make your point. Give your opinion. Argue it out. But don't get personal, don't get angry, and don't be offended, and don't take it serious. Let's have fun with this. We have people getting shot at school. We have people that are shooting up malls. We have people that are ripping us off. We have people that are taking things from us that we don't even realize are taking. We have people that are hurting our children. There are so many things out there that are really, 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 really important, important and really, really offensive that are on a legitimate tip that when you get offensive about Big Brother and when you get offensive about somebody challenging what you think about Big Brother or a player or whatever, it says a lot about you. And I'm not naming anybody. I'm not saying anything. I'm sure nobody will be my friend anymore. But listen, if there's anything that I can give you is that it's a game show, it's a fun show, people love it, and you love it, but it's not your life. And whatever happens in that house, sure, some things are offensive. But if somebody's preaching in the house or they're talking about religion, don't watch the live feeds. It's as simple as that. If you don't like Jocasta speaking in tongues, fast forward it. Is it overboard? I think it is. Would I want to watch somebody talk about preaching all day? No. But I would also be as bored watching somebody take a nap. And I would probably be also as bored listening to somebody talk about their sex life. It's a game, folks. It's a show. You're watching 24-hour feeds. If somebody had a 24-hour feed on you, I'm sure that we would all be offended at some of the things that you do. Let it go. Have fun. Enjoy other people that you talk with. We live in a society where communication is important. Just because somebody doesn't feel the way you do doesn't mean that they're a horrible person. And it doesn't mean that somebody does something you don't like, that you have to be offended and throw a hissy fit online. Folks, you're adults. Grow up when you're talking about Big Brother. Let's just have a good time. Can we do that? Folks, it's the Big Brother After Show. Thanks for listening to me rant. 
thank you for uh, listening to my special guest, as always, and my sidekick. I love her to death, Miss Chicago. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you Sunday at 10 o'clock. Hopefully, something happens. I had my bet. Zach's erratic. Zach's got a lot of problems keeping his mouth shut, and he does a lot of stupid stuff, which I think he does on purpose, mind you. I think he's, he's, a, he's a person that lives by my own motto. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's the way Zach rolls. Zach is going to do things without asking for permission to do them. They're going to be really out in left field. And I think if he ends up being the final HOH, I think it's going to be kind of enjoyable. Is he my favorite player? No. Is he one of the people that I think will do something to cause a lot of problems? Yes. I bet on Caleb and Amber or Caleb and Victoria going up, and I see a lot of boats going both ways and keeping this thing in a dramatic situation if Zach wins final HOH. So for me, I think you should be happy about Zach winning HOH. Frankie, don't worry about it. He's going to throw it. That's what he does. He's going to put weak players up that are going to go down easy. Folks, thanks for listening. We'll see you Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. We'll see you. Be good to each other. Have a great night. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.